It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Got Matt Smith sitting in. Got some uh, breaking NFL news we'll get to here in just a second. But the Nuggets on a uh, Sunday night dispatch of the uh, plane harder Detroit Pistons, but still a woeful Detroit Piston team. But uh, Jamal Murray had a night, had 37 points, and Michael Malone said the team fed off his energy. When he's like locked in and engaged and like walking off the court at the end of the second quarter, I loved it. He's telling all the guys in the hallway, you know, like uh, we closed the half well, you know, but you know, hey, it's not about the offense, it's about our defense. We got to get stops. We got to be more consistent on that end. We got to rebound better. So when you have a guy like Jamal, one of your best players, saying that to his teammates, you know, that is holding each other accountable. That is leadership. These are the kind of games, Matt, these are the kind of performances that you just you just kind of take, you nod your head, you're like, good, it's still there, and then you don't worry if it doesn't pop up again. Guy like Jamal Murray, to me, is he is he is a, a poster child for this overall Nuggets team. That's kind of I don't want to say going through the motions, but kind of going through the motions during oh, this regular season. Are. Yeah, and they know who they are. They know how great they are. They know that they're going to be ready to go come playoff time, and they're just trying to get through the post, uh, get through the long grind of the regular season. So when you get performances like this or games like the other one uh, the other night against Golden State, yeah, those are the ones that you go, okay, yeah, not not that I was ever really worried, but yeah, it's still there, and then. Wake me up when it's May. Yeah, but you just omitted the choke job to Orlando a couple of nights ago. On ah, the second, but you ah, nothing to see but, your well, club that, in the yeah, mornings. Yes, but okay. that's part. Well, wait a minute. You Jokic, can't, Jokic you can't took just, three shots you can't last just, night. You can't just on one hand agree with me that this team is going through the motions. Yes. And then be upset because they go through the motions and lose to Orlando the other night. I didn't say I was upset. All it right. just absolved the sin of Murray being terrible in the fourth quarter against Orlando the other night. He's like 2-12 at 12 in the fourth quarter yeah. the other night, throwing up garbage. You can say eh, yeah. but it was a say, good eh. bounce back from them. Was I concerned after an Orlando loss where they gave up an 18-point lead in the fourth quarter? No, Mike, I wasn't concerned. But it was good to see them bounce back. It was against a terrible Detroit team. And again, Jokic, you want to talk about going through the motions? Dude took three shots last night, okay? He, he, he's 16 assists. I, look, I, I I love Nicole Jokic as much as the next guy, but big fella's tired. And Jamal Murray taking 24 shots last night? I'm sorry. A little bit of an indication there that this team is definitely going through the motions. Going through the motions? Jokic going through. Careful, my man. You're going to really offend I don't get fanboy well, media who's just going to be like, no, it's just Jokic taking what the game was giving him. Any Anyone who watched Jokic last night understands that that was a bit of a, all right, well, let's just get through the Detroit game. Next on the morning brew, the Broncos fall to Las Vegas. The Raiders, the eighth straight loss to the Raiders, and they finish the season eight and nine. Sean Payton's team does not get uh, the uh, the eighth, the ninth win that he was hoping for. Yeah, look, you are what your record is, you know, in, in our league. It, 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 it's just the truth. And so, like I said, you're disappointed. Not discouraged, but disappointed because you, you do have an expectation. And uh, and then we go from there. We, we You know, we begin this offseason, which, you know, is going to involve a lot of work. A lot of work. Uh, before we comment on that, 
Jared Stidham on looking ahead to next season. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, anytime you come in a, into a new situation with a new coach or you know new coordinator, whatever it may be, uh, there's always going to be some bumps and bruises along you know along the ride. So just kind of working out some of those kinks in, in the offense and making sure guys you know know exactly what's going on and you know being able to do certain things within the offense. You know once you're past that first year, you know, it's definitely going to be good. So, you know, excited for the offseason to get better and look at the things that we can all do better, you know, learn from it and ultimately come back next next season ready to go. You know, it's kind of funny to me, Matt, that uh, you've got, you got a lot of folks out there that have already concluded that, that Jared Stidham can't be the guy. He's made four NFL starts. I th- There's part of me With that... two different teams. There's part of me that, that hopes and prays that they draft a quarterback in the first round just so I can watch all these folks who have been so uber uh, critical, uh, top rope critiques, ready to absolutely uh, take a guy like Stidham and say, nope, nope, can't play, and then watch how they go to great lengths to give the rookie quarterback all kinds of room and patience. Oh, 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 hey, listen, until he gets 37 starts, we're not going to really know. Well, yeah, you want to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait. Jared Stidham can't play. Four starts. I've already seen enough. Watch the rookie quarterback if he comes in here. Ah, yeah, listen, we've got to give more time. More time. I can't say At least three years. I can't say that the spark was all that dynamic, though. I mean, to be fair, Mike, let's be real. You're not. you, You didn't. Take Sean Payton at face value on that. Of one, course did you? not. Okay, of course not. We're out of James Merrillat coming on here in about uh, 13 minutes. And and James, come on, you know that 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 anybody who buys the idea that this was really about a spark and takes that at face value, come on. What it was was about taking a look at Stidham because he mm-hmm. knew he was moving on with Russ and right. he didn't want to be hamstrung if he Correct. got hurt. I right. understand. What I'm trying to say is that okay, Stidham may have been a marginal upgrade last week. Yesterday it was about negligible the difference between one or the other. Now, that being said, one guy has got a huge contract and one guy doesn't, okay? Do I really think that Jared Stidham's prospect for being a guy are strong? No, I don't, okay? I'm just being real with you here. However, do I think he could be serviceable in as a stopgap? Potentially, he's a cheap option, and I know you're talking about the salary cap goes up, and you know they're going to be just fine adding pieces, but they are going to need a cost-effective quarterback room next year, and he could fit into the mix. Finally, uh, next on the Morning Brew, the Avalanche tonight hosting uh, the Boston Bruins. Uh, the Avs got blown out, made a game of it, but ultimately got blown out by the Panthers the other day. Game number three of this uh, gauntlet that Jared Bednar has circled as a a real good small sample size as to see where his team's at. Uh, quick thought on where you think this team's at right now. You realize that tonight is the halfway point of the NHL season. Tonight is game 41. And I told you when we first started this season that it would take me 30 to 40 games to evaluate this team. Well, I've evaluated them. This is deja vu. They're damn near the same team they were last year. They got a second-round capacity right now, ceiling right now, as currently constructed. They're too top-heavy, Mike. It's it's frustrating because the moves they made in the offseason were primarily massive flops, and as a result, they have now limited their options and what they can do at the trade deadline, and I'm not so sure this is all in year. I have to tell you, they don't have a lot of bullets to fire in a chamber, and they're going to need to figure out what's going on with Gabriel Landeskog this offseason. The uh, playoffs are set, by the way, Ron Rivera 
uh, uh, fired today in uh, Washington. So Arthur Smith out in Atlanta and Ron Rivera out in Washington.